Hello, I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. I'm sitting here with Adrian Castro. Hello. This is so fun for me because we have been in contact. I mean, you are a listener of the show. Yes, definitely. And when, well, let's start here. When did you discover The Bittersweet Life? You know, it was, uh, my husband discovered it um, because he's a consumer of podcasts and he had been looking for something that was focused on our intended move to Rome and he came across it. So I think it was not long after you started it. I feel like wherever we came in, we sort of went back and listened to the first few episodes, but it wasn't too far in. So I don't remember when you guys started, but it was early on. So you're a long-term listener. We are. I remember meeting you, I think I was pregnant, is that right? Yes, yeah, when I was talking to Joe, he said, yeah, I remember when we did the tour with Tiffany, she was pregnant at the time. Yeah, I totally remember that, and it was actually one of the first times, and I talk to Katie about this sometimes, it was the first time I met a listener in real life, and you said something to me, you asked me a question that, you know, only someone who listened to the show would know, and it was just, it threw me for a loop. I can't remember what it was. And it was like, how do you, oh yeah, that's how. <laughs> yeah, I remember actually saying to you, it must be weird that there are all these people around the world who know things about you that you don't know anything about them yeah. just because of the podcast and how many listeners you have. It is odd. It is odd and you, you get used to it. Now, you mentioned that you had been planning to move to Rome and you now live in Rome. Talk to me a little bit about when the idea came about? When did you decide or start talking with your husband about moving abroad and why? So we were living in the Boston area and we had always known that after our son went off to college that we would not stay there. Um, We had only moved there because my mother was in the area and she needed help. Um, Her health wasn't great. But we didn't love the area so much that we knew we would settle there. So we had been talking for some time about where we would go and we could not figure it out. we California, back to New York City where we had lived for a number of years and nothing quite seemed right. And then we took our son to Rome for a week uh, when he was in middle school. And I guess just before that, Joe had started to pursue Italian citizenship through the jure sanguini process. Um, Which for those who don't know is he has uh, relatives or he has uh, ancestors who are Italian? Yes. And under certain parameters, you're able to sort of reclaim your Italian citizenship that has somehow lapsed. And so as we were talking about it after we came back from that week in Rome, uh, we just uh, said, well, wait a minute, why couldn't we, if we had the citizenship, why couldn't we just move to Rome? It's been in the works now for about seven years, and we just got here in June of 2021, so recently. Wow. I mean, I love this story because I think a lot of people have this sort of dream to, to move abroad. Maybe they are not, no longer in the study abroad period of their life. Maybe they're not even in the, oh, I'm kind of between careers, between jobs. I'm not married yet. I don't own a home. What, that was me. Somebody who's in a different stage of life, married, has a child, I don't know if you owned your own home or not, but very settled, one could say, you know, I imagine with your work and stuff like that. It takes a different sort of courage to make that decision. Do you agree? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Courage sounds <laughs> like uh, more than, than how I would characterize it, because that sounds nicer. I guess a nicer way to describe it than I would, but um, maybe stupid. <laughs> 
some people might say. No, I, I mean, you know me, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, definitely this sort of idea to look outside the box and be like, why should I just do what everybody else is doing? Yes, I mean, I think for both of us, we, we love to travel. And that was something that we had sort of lost touch with a lot when our son was very young. We just did a lot of sort of local traveling to visit family in Maine or New York or wherever. But we did not jump on a plane, you know, with a baby like lots of people do who are in fact brave, (laughs) who will brave, you know, a 12-hour flight somewhere with a toddler. You know, part of it was our love of wanting to get back to that and then thinking that there would be a point in our lives where we could sort of, you know, start again once our son went to college. He's our only one, so we knew when we were empty nesters we would have some more freedom And so we thought that was a perfect time to be able to take a leap. But it did take a lot of planning. It's certainly not something you can just sort of decide to do very easily, I think, because we sold our house and our cars and our, what are we going to put in storage? And we got rid of almost everything. And so it's it's a lot of planning, but it's, um, yeah, I think it was a good time for us to be able to do it. I think that that part of it, that selling off everything you own, selling your home, is what is daunting because it seems so permanent. Yes. And it, it does to us, but I sort of always kept thinking, you know, we're moving here allegedly forever, but if we don't like it, we can just go back. You know, if we wanted to go back to the States, we haven't bought anything here. We're not tying ourselves down. If we wanted to leave Rome and live somewhere else in Italy, we could. You know, we've tried to look at it as, again, sort of with the eye of freedom. Like, we can do whatever we want. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine too. And we can go back to the States if we wanted to. That sounds very exciting, very tempting. What about work? Did you leave jobs? Did you retire? Like, did you open your own business? What's going on there? Well, in the States, we had, for the last two years before we moved, we had an Italian coffee business, just online, an e-commerce site. And we shut that down right before we moved because there were so many pieces if we were trying to manage that business remotely from Rome that we felt like we couldn't take that on in addition to just all the things with the move itself. So we decided we'll just shut it down and we could restart it if we wanted to. But we just sort of made sure we saved up enough pennies that we could kind of keep going while we were here for a while as we sort of figure out what we want to do with the business or other opportunities. And in the meantime, I've sort of considered, uh, continued my uh, marketing consulting that I've, you know, now picked up some Italian clients, um, just small businesses. So you know, we have a little bit of income coming in and we have the freedom to kind of figure out changes. My husband was in IT for many years and he's ready for something new. So we'll just sort of see what life brings here professionally. I love that attitude because I think when I talk about it with my husband and stuff, we feel like we can't do it because we don't have everything completely planned out yet. I'm not 26 anymore, you know, I, 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 you know, I, can't, I can't just go on a wing and a prayer, but I love, I love your attitude and I think that in order to, to make a move like this, you kind of have to at least a little bit have an attitude of everything's going to work out. Yeah, I think, I think so. But I, I also think that there's a real foundation of planning that underpinned this whole operation. I don't think we would sort of have that feeling that things would work out if we hadn't at least done the legwork to sort of put us in a position to make the move so that it wasn't completely left to chance. And what beyond you know putting aside a hefty amount of savings what other types of planning did that entail 
Well, certainly obtaining citizenship. The dual citizenship was huge so that we didn't have to figure out like what kind of visa would we need to stay here for more than three months or I think that that is, is the first place that people have to start when they think I want to make a move somewhere else. Once you get some of those major components planned out, it makes the other things more doable. Um, because, you know, once you get here, then you have to figure out all the things that have to be figured out, like getting your tessera and, you know, your carta d'identita and just all the sort of bureaucratic things, which, of course, take forever and, you know, 15 visits to the questura or whatever it is. So as long as you kind of have some of those tent poles, you'll be okay. How long have you been in Rome? Um, we got here this summer of, in 2021, June 2021. So about five months? Yes. Before moving here, what was the longest amount of time you spent in Rome? Oh, a week. Like wow. Literally, literally just a week, yeah. <laughs> so I, I often tell people, you know, come for six months before you decide to move because you never know if you're going to like it as much long term as you did on vacation. What, what do you think uh, now that you've been here almost half a year? Has it lived up to expectations? It actually has. And I, th I think part of it for us wanting to live in Rome was our time in New York City We like being in the city, so, you know, Rome, although obviously it's not New York City, but there was a part of it that we understood already in terms of just living in a big city. So it wasn't just a journey of coming from the suburbs of Boston to a big city, because we had sort of already done the city part before, so it wasn't, you know, overwhelming in that sense, but it definitely has lived up. It's been wonderful figuring out the public transport and, and really being able to get around and seeing different parts of Rome that you don't see when you're on vacation has been great. Do you think you're going to stay? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I mean, even on the days when I feel sort of beaten down by the bureaucracy, I think we didn't make a mistake moving here. Even though you have the ups and downs of the expat experience, I've not had that, like, oh, my God, we really need to leave. It's been terrible or something. Well, that's wonderful. You, you kind of gave it away a little bit. We were just having a, a coffee a minute ago, and you said, you know, we have a second bedroom for when Bob, your son, when Bob comes home. And you did, I don't think you noticed it, but that word home, that word home says a lot because a lot of people come to Rome, and they live here even for, like, a number of years. And then they'll say, oh, I can't wait. I'm going home for Christmas. And they consider the state still to be home. Whereas you already, after only five months, this is home. Even where your son is concerned. Well, it's funny because I have heard myself or caught myself saying something about home and referring to the U.S. even now during this time. But it's, I guess it's harder now because we don't have a, we literally do not have a home there. We sold our home. We don't have an apartment there we have we have nothing there other than a tiny storage house and our son so um so it no, is not nothing <laughs> yeah not nothing but yeah it's it is kind of an interesting notion that i i do think of this as home but i have caught myself referring to the u.s as home still even though we don't have one and how is it being away from your son it's definitely been hard i think you know when he went off to college and he looked at colleges not far far from Boston but you know a six hour drive but he ended up in Boston so he was literally an hour away from us and so we could see him whenever we wanted for the first few years and then when we moved here obviously we cannot <laughs> he is no longer an hour away even by plane so it's definitely been hard um, 
we sort of set up a weekly Zoom call with him, which has been good because then at least once a week I get to see his face. <laughs> yeah, but that part I would say has been the hardest, certainly. Do you think he would ever consider moving over here? You know, I don't think so because he loves it here, but you know, he's a, a producer and an engineer, a sound engineer. He's attending a music college. The kind of music that he works in is really not huge here in Rome. So the, I don't think there would be opportunities for him here. He needs to be in the U.S. for his future career. So to end, tell me the neighborhood of Rome you live in and what you love about it, why you chose to live there. So we live in Monte, um, not far from the Colosseum. And we knew we wanted to be sort of somewhere in the centro or possibly a little further out, but not, not too far. We didn't want to repeat our suburban living in Boston. And we just happened to find a place that we loved. We'll be there for at least three years. So it'll give us enough time to really um, dig in and explore the neighborhood. Well, that is so great. And I'm just so impressed that you set about to do this and you're making it happen. Uh, and I wish you all the luck in the world on your life in Rome. And thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. And hi, Katie. This has been your midweek bittersweet moment. Join us again. Bye. Do you have a topic you want us to explore? Send your requests. We'd love to hear what you want to know. Visit thebittersweetlife.net and contact us with your questions, your adventures, your observations, your favorite episodes. We love hearing from you. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. Bye.